and welcome back to everybody i'm bernie and i'm chris chris uh how, how was your week it's uh it's for for us it's been a while since we've actually done this i know it's been a while with uh we released last episode a little bit early because it was our preview and we did a little change of dates but uh felt like christmas morning yesterday waking up to knowing that we had a full day of football ahead of us yeah i mean it's it's it was a great feeling to wake up yesterday knowing that I got to see, you know, what the heck we were all going to finally expect to see out here in New England, which was to catch a W. Uh, we'll get into the NFL actually towards the end of the show because, one, that's all we talked about last episode, so I think we should give everybody a break from, <laughs> from just just for a little bit. Um, so Plus, that's also going to be the new format of the show where we just save the NFL for the end because, let's face it, Chris, that's all me and you are going to like basically be talking about for the next 21 weeks. Hey, yeah, so we're going to be talking hopefully, a lot hopefully, of NFL. Hopefully. So. hopefully. so let's just jump into it. Uh, let's jump into the MLB. Uh, the trade deadline did come and, did come and go. Uh, we know we're really late on this, but again, we didn't really cover anything else with the NFL last week. Obviously, I think the most notable trade was Mike Clevenger going from uh, Cleveland to San Diego. Uh, San Diego just continues to add more weapons to their team. They're going all and, uh, in. On their, uh, they're going all in on the short season, and we'll see what they do in the playoffs. I'm curious to see how it pans out. I thought they were going to be a good team when we made our prediction, so um, curious to see what happens with them in the playoffs. Yeah, I'm interested in it too. Obviously, <laughs> I feel like they're doing this solely because it's a 60 game season. Because exactly. I mean, there's there's some teams who are going to make the playoffs who normally wouldn't make the playoffs in a full 162-game season. So there are teams like San Diego, in my opinion, who are taking advantage of this. And then there are teams like the Red Sox who are just saying, screw it, we're going to be bad for a year. <laughs> and then when Hopefully. we have a full 162-game season next year, we're still going to be bad, but we're not going to be as bad. <laughs> Oh, the Red Sox. So let's just jump into some Red Sox updates. Uh, they still suck, in case uh, anybody was wondering. Um, obviously, if you watch, if you watch any of the sports going on TV right now, uh, the MLB playoffs—they are starting to be uh, shown in commercials and stuff like that. Red Sox fans should not expect to uh, be to be uh, in those playoffs this year. In fact, the Red Sox will be finishing with a losing record officially this year. Um, so, so good, good job, Ron Renicky. Way, way to, way to really show your, uh, true Boston spirit right there and uh, <laughs> present a, uh, give us a losing record. Um, Bobby Valentine's so proud of him right now. He just, I think that's the last night. Well, and John Farrell too. Bobby Valentine, John Farrell, they're smiling at Ron Renicky thinking, all right, we're not that bad. <laughs> but nah, Making nah, us nah, look good. God. I don't know who's war. I, I mean, Obviously, I think the answer to that is Bobby Valentine, but between like John Farrell and Ron Renneke. yeah, like, you John can't Farrell, Farrell, he at least he brought you a World Series. Yeah, John Farrell brought brought a World Series here, but what did he do after that? Nothing. Not much. Not much. That's why he got canned. Exactly. Uh, so looking at how the Red Sox have done uh, in the month of September right now, uh, let's see. They, I think they got they got swept by Atlanta. Uh, which which is awesome. Good job, good job, Ron Renicky. Uh, Blue Jays almost swept them. Red Sox stole stole a few games from them. Uh, I mean, just in general, this team has just looked awful. 
There's yeah. really, there's they're really not a good baseball team, and I'll be curious no. to see what offseason moves they they make with a full yeah, season I mean, coming next year. Mm-hmm. I mean, starting tomorrow night, they have a three-game series uh, in Miami. And, I mean, Miami's Miami. Take it or leave it with them right now. Uh, but it doesn't get easier for the Red Sox uh, because right after Miami, we we got to deal with you guys for four games, yes. three games. Yes, you do. And then we got to deal with Baltimore, who is surprisingly good. Yeah, well, the Yankees actually just swept them. Much-needed uh, four-game sweep by the boys. That that was a much-needed sweep for you guys. Much-needed. I mean, but, um, I guess I'll talk I mean, a there's really about. not much to say about this Red Sox team other than, yeah, they got some diamonds in the rough with this team. But, I mean, it's basically – I mean, their season has already been over since it started after getting getting uh, just, just dismantled by Baltimore. That the opening series, I know the Red Sox won like thirteen nothing or something like that in the op- in the opening game, but it's been downhill since then. I mean, pretty pretty soon, I'm gonna have I'm actually gonna actually be stopping stop talking about the Red Sox because there's just gonna be nothing to report, unless of course, come January first, twenty twenty one, Alex Cora is officially named the Red Sox manager again, which. I'm pretty sure every Red Sox fan on the planet, we're we're all praying that that happens. That's wishful thinking, but uh, yeah, we'll see what happens with the whole Red Sox situation. What's going on with the Yankees? Ah, uh, the Yankees, man, they went through some freaking slump since the last time we talked baseball on here. They were the third worst team in baseball over a three week stretch. They they couldn't buy a win. They were blowing games. They were losing games in every way you could possibly think. They were 21 and 20 a couple of days ago, and finally, luckily, they went on a five-game winning streak. They won five in a row. We're starting to hit the damn ball again, and we're 26 and 21. And um, you know what? We're getting healthy. Uh, Stanton and Judge are both supposed to be back next week. Stanton's going to play the DH. Judge is going to move over to right, and uh, Clint Fraser has made himself known as uh, he'll be the everyday left fielder. Moving forward, which I'm thrilled about, he finally got his chance and he uh, made the most of it. You know, we we just got a hit, and um, we'll see what happens with this team. Um, they have a huge three game set coming up versus the Blue Jays starting tomorrow, and uh, we got to at least take two out of three versus them because uh, we're neck and neck right now for second place. So we'll we'll see what happens with the Yankees. Um, if they can get healthy and. Uh, it's a toss-up with them, but we'll see. I, mean, I I still think positive vibes once they get into the playoffs. And I if think they, they get into the playoffs. They will get into the playoffs, and uh, we'll take it from there. Okay, We'll take it from there with them. And uh, I think they, uh, they're they starting to play better baseball, which is good to see because they, they were getting very unwatchable for a while. Like, are we talking like Red Sox unwatchable? Or yeah, just they like... were getting like they were getting like Red Sox unwatchable. Like, I was getting aggravated. That's bad. Every that single bad. game. Yeah, that's bad. I, I was watching the games, but like, they were just making me very upset. Oh yeah, I mean, I would love to see the Yankees miss the playoffs. I know they're not gonna. Like, I feel like they will uh, surpass the Blue Jays. Uh, I mean, the Blue Jays right now they do hold. They are in second place in the division right now, so they technically do hold that other wild card spot. Based off of how the playoff format is this year, which basically we still be the eight seed though right now. Well, I thought what it, well I thought what it was was that it's just based on the first and second team, first and second. No, place no, team they, they expanded it so other teams can get in. 
So, like, if the playoffs ended today, we'd be playing a best-of-three game series versus Tampa Bay. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, there's a lot going on with that whole expansion. It's a little confusing. Yeah. It's, con- it's confusing to keep up yeah. on. But, um, I mean, we'll see what happens with it. That, the MLB playoffs are going to be interesting. They're going to be in a bubble, no home field advantage. We'll see if that has any, as a, a big impact in some of these teams. Yeah. Where are the bubbles again? They're what? In San Diego and then Montreal, and then Texas? Or yeah, it might be Texas. Yeah, Texas. Because I know they're doing like an AL and an NL bubble, right? Yeah, two different bubbles. Yeah, I mean, MLB, of course, in the words of, uh, I know Matt Dumba, he, uh, the Minnesota, Minnesota Wild uh, player, he said NHL's always last of the party when it comes to things. MLB sometimes gives the NHL a run for their money when it comes to, when it comes to stuff. For yeah. uh, being last of the party for stuff, like I think MLB, the NHL has done a great job with the bubble. They've done a great job with the NHL playoffs. It's, it's been it's been fantastic to watch. You know what else yeah. was fantastic to watch though? Getting back to baseball, uh, Alec Mills yesterday threw a no hitter for, yeah. for the Chicago Cubs against the Milwaukee Brewers. It got, Obviously, uh, we all know we all know the Brewers. No we, love. All know love um, we all know love the Brewers. I think this was. I think whenever a no hitter happens, it's always exciting to watch. Because it's like when I'm watching baseball, if I see a pitcher's duel, I'm gonna be like, "Oh, this is gonna be awful." But if it's a no hitter, I'm like, "All right, I'm into this." Like, what, what's going on here? Because especially nowadays, with how many just explosive hitters are in the MLB, it's it's really rare to see no hitter compared to 10, 15 years ago. So whenever there's one like brewing, I'm like, "All right, time to start." What's going on? And apparently, uh, I did a little research into this kid. This kid was like a college walk on and stuff like that. Um, Really, really a complete nobody goes out there and just no hits Brewers, who are arguably one of the better teams in baseball. It's almost like that Sean Manaya kid last year for the A's when he uh, no hitted the Red Sox. It's like it's never really like the more well known guys anymore. It's just these random guys who I, I love to see it. it yeah. This this is this to me makes baseball more interesting than like than not I'm not going to say All Star Weekend, but like the home run leaders and stuff like that. I look more forward to no hitters than like watching like the top like home run hitters like compete to like get the most home runs in the season. But that's just me. Yeah, it's always good to see a no hitter, a perfect game. It's tough to do. So when you see it, it's history. You like to see it. You always want to be at those games if you're a fan and stuff like that. Yeah. Speaking of history, uh, Albert Pujols. You a fan of him, Chris? Yeah, I'm a fan of Pujols. He tied a. Tied Willie Mays yesterday for fifth all time in home runs with 660. That's awesome. That's yeah, he did it the right way. No steroids. Right, yeah. No cheat. No cheating either. Yeah. Uh, at at Barry Bonds, way to go. But uh, but oh. that's just that's just awesome for me to see. Just because, again, it's 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 his, it's history. Uh, I know I just said I like no hitters more than like home runs, home run like leaders like competing for each other. But for someone who's had such a long illustrious career like Albert Pujols to be now in the top five, he would, it would have been criminal if he wasn't. I think I think to me that's just really cool to see. Yeah, he's a class act, and it's uh, great to see him just continue to uh, produce at a, not the same level he was, but he's still a good baseball player, good clubhouse guy, and uh, yeah, good for, for Albert Pujols. You want to uh, shift gears to the NBA, Matt? Yeah, let's go to the NBA. All right. Uh, our uh, so, team made, um, huge, huge game seven oh, win. I, I, my heart was this game. I, oh I was, so, I was, I wasn't nervous going into the game and then watching the game. 
the fourth quarter is when I started getting nervous yeah. because the Celtics couldn't put them away, and the Raptors also couldn't put the Celtics away. They were just it was constant back and forth. But Jason Tatum, the entire game from start to finish, superstar. Was kid, the the kid's a leader of this team. He like Tatum said in an that he looks at Kemba Walker as the leader of this team. No, he ain't. Kemba Walker is not the leader of this team. It's 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 Jason Tatum. Kemba Walker was you know. Kemba Walker for Game Six. Kemba's for great, but six, and he's really not the Tatum. First three quor- yeah, exactly. Like the all of Game Six, and then the first three quarters of Game Seven. Kemba Walker is like at the subway line trying to figure out what sandwich he wants instead of <laughs> like at, instead of uh, trying to play trying to play basketball. It was nice to see Kemba come into the fourth quarter, get eight points, and including those two clutch free throws that really iced the game for us. Yeah, along I mean, with, a, and then and then Tatum big... as well at the end. I'm a huge Kemba Walker fan. Uh, I think he's a great NBA player. I think he's a better fit than Kyrie was here completely. He's a team player. Oh, 100%. 100%. Uh, people don't talk about his defense. Like he's not. He might not be the best defender, but he competes. He competes and brings energy on every level, and uh, he can make a big shot at any moment. So uh, you're never gonna go wrong with letting him take the last shot. I mean, I, have, I prefer uh, Tatum or Brown, but if Kemba's got the mm. ball in his hands, he's very elusive. Kemba Walker, in my opinion, is the best pull-up three-shooter in the league. Yeah. It's very rare that he misses those. Yeah, he's good. Like Whenever it's, I see Kemba do a pull-up three, I'm just expecting it to go in, and, I, and that's when I'm just like, all right, like right, we're about to get three. That's cool. When he misses it, I'm like, oh, I hate you, Kemba. But <laughs> overall, I, th- I think so far this uh, Raptors-Celtics series – Easily, what it has been the best series so far of the NBA. Yeah, playoffs. that and the Clippers. Right now, we'll talk about the Clippers in a little bit, but that series has been unbelievable as well. Great That's, comeback by yeah. the Nuggets. I mean, yeah. I mean, we'll talk about the Nuggets in a second, but Miami, though, who is going to be the Celtics' opponent, has only lost one game in this postseason. So you know far. what, Matt? I'm curious. They've had a long layoff since their last game. They, they've basically gonna, had a week off. Almost, almost more than a week. I'm curious if that's going to play an effect into game one. I'm hoping it goes into our favor since we're only having like a two or three, day, two or three days off. From yeah, they, they got three days off basically. Yeah. Which, that's enough time, I think, for, for any of the Celtics players who are hurting to just rest up, you know, put, put some ice on your shoulders, put, put some ice on your legs, just relax for a yeah. few days, study, study the film, obviously, because Absolutely. obviously, you know, Miami's not, Miami's not in the Eastern Conference Finals. For- yeah, they're no joke. But um, but the big the biggest X factor in the series versus the um, versus the Raptors had to be um Marcus Smart. I mean, yes, 100%. the guy played unbelievable. I mean, he's first team all defense for a reason. Yeah, but like he brought everything. He was just being a pest. He was he was scoring. He was hitting threes. He's driving. He's doing everything. And I can't wait to see him and Jimmy Butler go at it this in a seven game series, probably. Yeah. I mean, he shut down Kyle Lowry. He shut down Pascal Siakam. Really? I mean, really? He did not struggle at all. No, he didn't. I, I think when Gordon Hayward comes back, uh, I think he'll, Gordon he'll Hayward the, should be coming off. I think Gordon Hayward should be coming off the bench. Yeah, he should be, he'll be the sixth man coming off the bench right now. You're not going to mess with the chemistry that we got going on. No, no. And so, I hope Brad, I hope Brad Stevens like doesn't do that. Like, I love I love I love Brad Stevens, but sometimes he makes him. He's not aggressive with the challenge, and he needs to be aggressive with the challenge. And then every now and then he makes a questionable coaching call, like uh, Game Three, that that final play in Game Three. Yeah, but for, 
But I, I'm just hoping that Brad realizes that what he has going on right now is special with this uh, Celtics team that, that he put with the starting five, that he doesn't mess with it and put Gordon Hayward back. He won't. I hope he's, Gordon, Hay- he, and I Gordon, Gordon Hayward, Hayward also good... realizes that too. Hayward's going to give us – he's going to be the sixth man. He's a team player, and he's going to give us – he's going to be a good guy coming off the bench for us. Mm-hmm. So so what do you have in this series, Chris? Um, Who's winning it? I mean, and when we originally did our brackets, I actually predicted this Eastern Conference Finals, but um, I had the heat. But, you know, as a Celtics fan, mm-hmm. I'm rooting for Celtics. I think the Celtics are going to actually win in seven. Yeah. I think it's going to be a seven-game series. It's going to be back and forth. But uh, I think Tatum and Brown are that, and Smart are those X factors. And um, I think just Tatum's on another level right now, and he's going to lead us to uh, the NBA Finals versus the Lakers. I have the Celtics in six. And yeah, here's why. I hope so. I just don't. I just don't. I just don't think the Celtics are going to want to do another seven game series. So I think in game six, I think they're just going to completely take over in that game. But that's just my opinion. We'll see how the series pans out. Uh, it starts Tuesday at six thirty. Uh, the other game on on Tuesday is another game seven between the Denver Nuggets and the Los Angeles Clippers. This is the second time. Well, this is the the second. Yeah, second time. The Denver Nuggets have forced a game seven. It's awesome. From being down 3 1. They were down 3 1 to Utah, and then they stormed back to win the series. They're down 3 1 against the Clippers, and now they have forced a game seven. I'm rooting for the Nuggets. Absolutely. Rooting I'm rooting for the Nuggets. Nuggets. I don't like the Clippers. Yeah, I'm not rooting for I the like Clippers. Kawhi. I, I, I like Kawhi. Like, it's, it's hard not to like Kawhi, but like, I don't, I don't, want, I don't want to see I don't want to. Yeah, and uh, I'm, I'm rooting for LeBron, so that would be a better matchup for LeBron. So we'll see what happens with those series. Well, I don't know. I don't know, honestly. Imagine yeah, they're hot, though. They're a hot team, though. You're right. If, let's do a hypothetical here. What if Lakers go 3-1 on the Nuggets, and like, Nuggets, win, Nuggets win game seven, they go into the Western Conference final, Lakers, and again, they force another game seven. I'm terrified at that point. I'm going to be like, all right, no, no more giving. It's they're just going everything. Time will tell. Time will tell. We'll see what I'm happens. For this. Yeah, I'm ha- I'm excited for game one and uh, game seven of that series. And uh, we'll see what happens. The NBA is doing a good job, and I'm looking forward to seeing how it pans out. You, you think LeBron's loving this time off, too, that he has right now? Yeah, it's good for him. He needs to rest up. But real quick, what do you think of that Rondo-Westbrook situation in game, in, uh, in five? Nah, Westbrook's uh, just salty, basically. Nah, he's just a salty. Yeah, I feel that. <laughs> you guys get, I know, you guys I, know, get I, know I know the next word you're going to say. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I hate Westbrook. I'm so happy. I'm so yeah. happy. Rockets lost. And also, speaking of the Rockets, really. Tony. Bum. He just hold the Rockets. I'm, I'm good. Not coach you guys anymore. Don't get, don't. Get. He's now the head. He's now the seventy sixers. And I mean, anybody is an upgrade from Brett Brown. First coaches seen for the seventy sixers. Absolutely. Yeah. Mike we'll, Dantone, we'll see what like, happens. Like good Dantone, offensive like, guy, hmm. but can't coach defense for his life. Yeah, he did. I'm interested to see who will be the coach there next too. A lot, of, a lot of interesting stuff going on here in the NBA. And um, speaking of other mm-hmm. bubble sports, the NHL is 
coming to a almost they're almost uh, getting to the Stanley Cup final, which is crazy to think about. Yeah, they're almost they're almost done. When we Dallas when we first started this podcast, it was uh, just getting started, and now it's almost over. And uh, Tampa not the Bay, podcast, but the playoffs. Yeah, the Tampa Bay Lightning are now up three games to two. Uh, they're the better team than the Islanders, and as a New York Ranger fan, I hope they uh, spank them in Game Six. And uh, I don't want to have to watch a Game Seven with the Islanders, but I think Tampa. I think Tampa Bay takes care of business, and then um, I agree. And the other Dallas is up three one. Yeah, da- no three two. I think right. Three one. Oh, it was three one. Wow. Yeah, Dallas is up three one. I mean, they are hot right now. They're they're a scary team. I mean. I know me and Matt were talking about how no one ever talks about Dallas yet. This is the second year in a row they're in the Western Conference Finals. It's time people well, start. All, well, it's yeah. time. It's time people start talking about them. Uh, their goaltender is hot as can be, and in order to win the Stanley Cup, you got to have good goaltending. And uh, their goaltending is carrying them right now. And their star their star players are um, producing. Tyler Sagan, uh, your boy Joe Papelski. I don't know if Joe I said Papelski, that right. my guy. Yeah, guys having big goals. And uh, who else is on that team? Corey Perry's playing well. They got a lot of good players mm-hmm. that are playing well on that team. For the second year in a row, Joe, Joe Pavelski is going to eliminate the Vegas Golden Knights. Yeah, I'm rooting for the Stars to win that series. And oh, I am too. Tampa I hate Bay. the Knights. I'm rooting for I Tampa. I picked the Knights to win. I picked the Knights to win it all, and I'm like, you know what? No, I, I'm yeah. going against my bracket here. Yeah, I freaked the bracket, but um, I mean, I, I'm not a fan of Tampa Bay because they we we have a rivalry the Giants. I mean, uh, the Rangers in Tampa. Mm. We had a, we had a lot of tough playoff series first then, mm-hmm. but uh, out of all the teams that left, obviously I don't want the Islanders to win. I kind of wouldn't mind seeing the Stars win, but I know McDonough's on that team. He was a former Ranger captain. I would like to see him raise the cup. He deserves it. Absolutely. So uh, I'm rooting for McDonough. Like it's about time the Lightning win. <laughs> yeah, they do. It's like what do you, what do you call them? The Houston Rockets of the NBA. NHL? Yeah. Yeah, that might uh, that might not be the case anymore, Chris. You might have to actually start calling them like a real team. Yes. Yeah, we'll see. I'm rooting for them. Um, right, I'm rooting for McDonough. We'll see what happens. I'm as excited. Long as, as long as the Islanders don't win anything. Exactly. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm with you on that. I like Anders Leaf, but other than that, I'm with you on that. Yeah. All right, let's move over to our favorite sport of all, uh, football. Before we get into the pros, let's talk about the college because the college did start this. Well, they started last weekend. We had a little bit like, of action, yeah. But like nothing, none of the good, none of the good teams are really like out there yet. Obviously, the Big Ten and the Pac twelve—they're not even playing until the spring. Even though like the Big Ten, yeah. even though the, the Big, Big Ten families trying to trying to start in October, they're we'll not. See gonna if, do that. We'll see if it gets approved. They're not going to do that. Yeah, it's looking more likely they might actually though. I don't know. We'll see. I don't know. Big Ten families, like, y'all got to chill. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. Like, yeah. y- your kid is going to play in the spring. You can deal with it then. Yeah, we'll see. No um, one's going to play. So, so, obviously, the big the, the big news uh, from college this week, uh, he made a speech about, you know, just, like, social injustice and how that needs to end and stuff like that. And then at the end, he said he just casually slides this in here at the end that he's graduating in December and intends on entering the 2021 NFL draft. Good for him. Everyone should be I try- mean, everyone should be tra- any bad team should be trying to tank for that guy because he's yes. legit. I have seen this kid is the real deal. Uh he's I mean fat. he just he's smart, he's fast. He can throw the I'm, ball. I'm, I'm not going to say he's like the Tom Brady of college football. 
because that's that's hard to that's just hard to say because you can't put him in that category. You can't you can't put him in that category. But this kid, this kid does have potential to get numbers in his actual NFL career, depending on where he goes, obviously. But th- this kid, this kid is like the grand prize of of next year's draft. So whoever really does the worst this year in the NFL, if they need a quarterback, man, you uh, man, you yeah, don't mean, have to look that far. No, for one. no matter what, whether you need a quarterback or you have the number one pick, you can hold that for ransom. So I mean, whoever yes. is number one pick, regardless of who your quarterback is, you're in good shape. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you could. I mean, let's do like a hypothetical here based off of yesterday. Let's say, let's say Miami. Ends up going like zero and sixteen or something this year, and they get the first pick. They don't need a quarterback. They could easily trade that to somebody and get a big return. So definitely. So I mean, really, really, this NFL draft up, coming up, this is going to be a really exciting draft again. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. This, year's, this this past year's was good. This one's going to be good too. This one has a lot of talent too. Yeah. We'll break it down more and more throughout throughout both the college and the NFL season. Um, but just Tre- Trevor Lawrence really really uh making it official now. That the Trevor Lawrence uh, sweepstakes are officially gone. Yeah. So, pros. Um, first things first. Uh, the Patriots are one and zero, and the media, the media is like going into a frenzy today about it because Cam Newton actually looks good. Yeah, he did. Uh, Cam Newton yesterday. Uh, he was fifteen of night. He was fifteen of nineteen. Hey, I'm pulling up the stats right here. He he looked phenomenal, Cam Newton. Uh, the only the only question mark I have about him is you're not going to be able to run the ball twelve times a game. Uh, no, uh, absolutely. It's not. Miami's defense. I'm not going to I'm not going to analyze that too much. But uh, Bill Belichick and uh, McDaniel's know better than that. But yeah, so Newton's definitely going to run with him in some schemes. I mean, uh, he looked great yesterday. The Patriots. Yeah, good. Newton. Newton yesterday went 15 of 19 for 155 yards. He also had 15 carries for 75 yards and two touchdowns. Um, I mean, for like a day for a debut post Tom Brady, this was this was a pretty solid debut right here. Yeah, obviously everyone knows that this is not going to be the same offense anymore without Tom Brady, but I still I still really liked how how they looked yesterday. Yes, it was the Miami Dolphins, and next week will be a big test for you guys. Yes, yes, on the road to Seattle Sunday Night Football, the world basically gets to see what we all saw Week One. Um, I mean, I'm hoping I'm hoping our defense just gets their act together because they let Miami kind of creep into the game a little bit yesterday. Yeah, um, some big takeaways for me for the Patriots game yesterday. Obviously, uh, Cam New- Cam Newton um, just, just looked good. JJ Taylor, an undrafted rookie running back. Uh, this dude is five foot six. He you cannot see this. He's 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 like a Darren Sproles. He's very quick, and he was actually causing a lot of problems yesterday. And then, and then finally, too, uh, Chase Winovich. I think this kid's the future leader of our defense. I'm, 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 especially maybe this year, since we don't have Dante Hightower. Maybe this kid will will take the lead, just like the leader of the defense, specifically just like the linebackers, um, because obviously you have Devin McCourty, who is a great leader. Um, some some players who did not look good yesterday for the Patriots: Nikhil Harry, yikes, huh? Nick Folk. Yikes. Yikes! And then honestly, I, honestly, that's about it for me. Those those two players yesterday weren't weren't that great for me. To kill Harry, fumbled a ball out of the end zone. Yeah, Patriots look good. Um, it'll be, I'm interested to see how they how they match up with Seattle. That'll be a real test to see where you guys are physically, mentally, and um, 
as mm-hmm. a team in general. Yeah, I mean, I mean, again, everyone's like trying to be like, oh, Cam looked great. It was the Miami Dolphins. Even gonna win, they're going to win the division, though. Absolutely. Yes, 100%. 100%. The Bills will win this division. The me yesterday whatsoever. Josh Allen is a liability, and the Jets are atrocious. Simple yes. as that. And the Dolphins are the Dolphins. They're a couple of years away. <laughs> the Dolphins are. Wait, Chris, I love that brutal honesty about the Dolphins. Yeah, they're, they're, they're going to win four or five games. They're going to win a couple games they shouldn't, but they, they have a good coach in place, so they're, and they have a lot of picks. They're young. Um, once Tua gets to play, I think they win some more games. Mm-hmm. I mean, I thought we were going to see Tua yesterday after Fitzpatrick threw his third pick yesterday, but there's a, soon enough, soon enough. Um, some other scores that happen, other scores around the league uh, this week in general, I should say. On um, Thursday night, obviously the Chiefs beat the Texans 34 20. Patrick Mahomes just looked like Patrick Mahomes. Chiefs, uh, Cl- Chiefs look Cl- like they haven't lost a step. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is going to be an issue. That's Bill O'Brien's going to be looking for a job. Yes. Uh, the Seahawks beat the Falcons uh, 38-25. Uh, Russell Wilson had like four incompletions that entire game and threw four touchdowns. Yeah, I, pa- bet, the, I, I bet the Seahawks yesterday, and I was it was it was a freaking lock. They look absolutely unbelievable. Yeah, Pages oh. defense are not going to have fun with that. Um, they're my team to win the Super Bowl this year, the Seahawks. I said that in uh, the beginning of the year. I have. I, put, I mean, I actually I have, have them a in the future bet on it. They're a good team. I think Jamal Adams is a huge um, addition to that already filthy defense too. Mm-hmm. He he was all over the field yesterday. He was. Shout, shout out to the Jets. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Speaking of the Jets, they lost twenty-seven seventeen. This score doesn't do the game justice. Jets were awful from start to finish. Oh uh, yeah, that score does not do justice. The Bills are awful. Also, they let them back in the game, which is like, unbelievable. <laughs> If the Bills were playing, if the Bills were playing a well-coached football team, they would have lost the game. Yes, but it's the Jets. Uh, the Bears came storming back yesterday. They were down twenty-three to six to start the fourth quarter, and they ended up winning twenty-seven twenty-three. DeAndre Swift, rookie running back, dropped the dropped the game-winning touchdown in the end zone. He's going to be a good player, Swift, but uh, you got to you got to learn. Not from a good start. Mistakes. Not a good. He had a good. He had a first good game, but not what you want to see. Um, I guess my one surprise I would say out of that game, Matt, is Trubisky looked decent. He did. He he looked decent. He did. He um, you know, obviously he did not look great last year, and he's got he a lot. Getting, of he's getting on. criticism basically every week during the off season, and then yesterday, fourth quarter comeback. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we should uh, lay off a little bit. I, again, it's the Lions. It's only which, week one. Which by the, which by the way, Matt Patricia asked after the game like. Uh, he was asked, uh, is, does your coaching style affect how, how your team played in the fourth quarter? His response was, I was the greatest plays in NFL history in the playoffs. I think I'm fine. He was, he was um, referring to either uh, – there's a lot of speculation. He's either referring to Malcolm Butler against Seattle in the Super Bowl or he's just referring to, to, the, uh, to the 28-3 comeback um, in the Super Bowl against Atlanta. We yeah, we don't know which one he's referring to, but he's, he's referring to one of those two. He's a trash. So that's a terrible coach. that's a terrible answer to that question. Yeah, he, he's, he's he on will the hot also seat. be fired by the end of the year. Yeah, he'll be on he'll be on the hot um, seat. The Packers and Vikings played yesterday. Packers win forty three thirty four. Aaron Rodgers Yo, just Aaron Rodgers just looked mad. <laughs> like you said, he's going to be playing with that chip on his shoulder all friggin' year. Mm-hmm. Uh, upset of the day. Well, not upset of the day. One of the upsets of the day yesterday um, that I actually tweeted out about like an hour before the one o'clock games kicked off 
I was saying this is going to happen today. The Washington football team beat the Eagles 27-17. Eagles were up 17-0. Huge, huge shout-out to your friend who's an Eagles fan. They look like trash. Thank you. Ab- absolutely trash. I let, I let, him, I let got, him know. Don't worry. They got sacked, what, seven or eight times? He, that yeah, Washington they, defense is good. If They're, they're going to be an interesting team, Washington. We'll see what happens. Yeah, Chase Young, Chase Young just looked great yesterday. <laughs> Yeah, His first did. career sack was 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 a caused the fumble. Oh, so there yeah. we go. Uh, Raiders beat the Panthers 34-30. Um, that was a good was game. A, that was a good game to watch. Here is the upset of the day: the Jacksonville Jaguars beat the Colts twenty-seven to twenty. The Jaguars, <clears throat> everyone is expecting to tank for Trevor, cannot even tank. They go and they went. They beat the Colts yesterday. Gardner Minshew. Went 18 for 19, 173 yards. I'm sorry, 19 for 20, 170, 173 yards, and three touchdowns yesterday. Can't believe they won that game. I had the Colts in the survivor pool that me and Matt are in. And, uh, yep. I'm out one of, of my, it, one of my One of my picks was the Colts, too, Chris. So Un- Unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, Phillip Rivers looked like fourth quarter Phillip Rivers yesterday. There we go. <laughs> Enough said. New, new, new uniform, same result for Phillip Rivers. <laughs> Uh, Ravens dismantled the Browns 38-6 yesterday. Lamar, gonna... Lamar's just going to continue off of his MVP Talking season. about the Browns briefly, I know it's only week one, and we'll see what happens with them. They have a new coach and everything. But I really don't think Baker Mayfield is the answer there. He is – I just, he's just – they always talk about his accuracy, his accuracy. He's, he's not throwing it accurate. You got, you got Odell Beckham there. He's a diva. He's invisible, which I love to see as a Giant fan. I hope he rots in hell there. And, oh my and God, Chris! It's just great. It's just it, I like to see the Browns struggle. They have so much talent on that team, and they just like can't seem to put it together. I know it's only one week. They could they could shut me up and win six straight, but uh, so let's say they're playing the Ravens, who like are arguably uh, the best team in the NFL. We'll see. I think the Ravens roll them next week as well. Yeah, I mean Baker Mayfield in the opening drive of the game threw a pick. So yeah, I just don't like him. He's so, he's just so cocky. Yeah, and, uh, I get that. Yeah. Um, let's see. Charge, charge, charge. Bengals gonna Bengals here. Uh, Bengals had a chance to tie this game and send it into overtime, and they missed the field. That was a good game. Kick, kicker pulls a hamstring as he kicks the as he kicks the, <laughs> yeah, was the missing field goal. I feel bad for laughing at that, but like Bengals are gonna <laughs> Bengals there. Uh, 16 13 was the final. Chargers get the win. Yeah, I guess uh, the, the one positive the Bengals can take out of that game is Joe Burrow is is gonna be elite. He's he a good is. quarterback, he's gonna be really good. That that touchdown run he had yesterday, yeah, looked no, good. Even for him, like he threw that stupid pick that almost lost him the game. He got the mm-hmm. ball back with two minutes. He drove them in position to go to overtime. Mm-hmm. That's that's impressive as a rookie quarterback. He had a he had a good debut in my opinion. Yeah, I think he's going to be. Uh, they got they got a lot of talent. Cincinnati is an interesting team to watch. Mm-hmm. And then my other favorite game of the day yesterday, the Saints beat the Buccaneers 34-23. Tom Brady looked absolutely awful in his Tampa Bay debut, and that put a giant smile on my face. That's an overreaction Monday, as they would say on ESPN. Because here's the, Okay, here's the thing. Here's the thing, though. I'm not, gonna, I'm not saying that he's going to be like this all season. Again, Tampa is one of those teams that really, should, that really needed the preseason. On top of that, yes, he's in a new, he's in a new system, new players, new playbook. Obviously, he, he was obviously there was going to be rust there, but man, like it sh- it showed yesterday. I'm, and I'm not trying to 
not trying to bash on Brady too you much. You sound here. like a Patriots fan right now, is what you're sounding like. Yes, I know. But I'm not trying to bash on Brady too much here because I know once they get in sync, this offense is going to be arguably one of the best offenses in the NFL. He'll be just fine. But what Bruce Arians came out and said, I think that's going to feel a fire in Tom Brady. You know what? They, the two of them need, are going to have to sit down, watch the film. Um, they got to come up with more plays that suit Tom Brady. They're trying to do all these like rollout deep passes. They got they got to switch it up a bit, and uh, they'll get together. It's a tough first matchup with the Saints. You know, everyone's going to be comparing oh Cam Newton him. It's going to be a year long thing with those two teams always being com- compared with quarterback wise. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, as a Patriots fan, I'm sure you're thrilled that they lost. Like, oh, I'm, I'm so too. thrilled. I would be too if I was a Patriots fan. But um, you know what? I, I'm not worried about the Bucks. They got too much talent to uh, not be good. But the only thing is, they're in a tough division. That is a tough division they're in. So it's not the it's not the AFC East anymore, Tom. So uh, you got to wake up. No, he actually has to try in, in his division games now. All of them, really. You got six tough games a year now. Yeah, and I mean, Bruce Arians came out and basically put all the blame on Tom Brady afterwards. You don't say that publicly. You say that behind closed doors. That's all I'm saying. Uh, Next, uh, Cardinals beat the 49ers 24-20. Love that. Start, if you're not the start you're looking for if you're a 49ers fan here. Yeah, I'm not a a huge Niners fan, so I kind of, I don't like them at all. I like to see them lose. DeAndre Hopkins looked, looked. I mean, yeah. Looked like he's the happiest person. On, yeah, on the he just looks like he's having fun playing football. And um, mm-hmm. Kyler Murray is, is going to be unreal. This team might actually be a problem. Yeah, they, they're a good team. And then finally, in the Sunday night football matchup, the the Rams beat the Cowgirls uh, 20 to 17. Love that. Dallas, going to Dallas, of course. And they're just going to screw up everything possible. Uh, they went from one idiot coach to another with Jason Garrett <laughs> to Mike McCarthy. Uh, I mean, D- D- Dallas. They should have won that game by so much more. They really the should have won, they really should have won this game. I mean, yeah. I picked. As a I picked Giant the fan, it's great. I picked in this game, but like great. Dallas really should have won this game. Yeah. <laughs> they had a chance to. They really had a chance to tie it. Two, like, two chances. <laughs> they, they had two chances to tie it. I know they lost their starting tight end, uh, Blake Jarwin. To a torn ACL, he's out for the year. Uh, Leighton Vander Esch, uh, they're one of their best defenders on the team, broke his collarbone, so he's going to be gone for a while. Yeah, uh, what a shame. Oh, yeah, I, I oh, shut but, up, um, Giants fan. You know uh, what? They're own one. The Eagles are own one. If the Giants win tonight, we're one and zero. We're tied for first place. Just saying. NFC East is going to be a crapshoot again. I say it every year. Oh, it already it's going yeah. to be a, it's going to be someone who's yes. nine and seven, eight and eight, maybe ten wins, but I doubt it's going to be a crapshoot. I think I had the Cowboys at like twelve and four. I don't think I'm, I don't think that's going to happen now. It's only one week, but who knows? No, but this one week really said a lot about Dallas. It does. I mean, I, I have to say though, the Rams look good. They look a lot better than they did last year offensively. I wasn't worried yeah. about their defense, but they look good offensively. Yeah. <laughs> What what you think of the Rams Stadium? The stadium is sick, <laughs> man. Like, uh, like, you know, when, like when COVID's over, I think me and Matt are gonna have to take a trip to LA. Oh, yes, we are. I, I need to go get a stadium tour. Oh my god. Oh my god, that roof is unbelievable. I, uh, god, I I I was more excited to see the stadium than the actual game. I know. <laughs> I know you're not a fan of their uniforms, but I thought they looked good. Oh, their uniforms are ugly. I, I like it. I think no, they're sharp they're ugly. looking. Ugly. They're ugly. No. 
I disagree. All right, well, me, that's that's another podcast for another. <laughs> but but we have two matchups tonight. We have the Steelers and Giants, Titans and Broncos. Chris, what do you expect from the Giants? Do you what what are your expectations for the Giants uh, in this game? It's a tough first matchup. I know Steelers are a good team. They have a really good defense. Um, Big Ben's coming back, so uh, the offense should be more uh, improved. And uh, you got James Conner who's healthy, so it's not 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 a good first week matchup. But you know what? I'm I'm excited to see what the Giants do. You know, um, year two, Daniel Jones. Does he make the leap? I think he does. Does he uh, protect the ball and get rid of that fumble problem? I think he adjusts that. I'm I'm curious to see. Um, how Jason Garrett does as offensive coordinator. Um, I'm hoping they feature Saquon Barkley. Um, one thing the last two years I was always get very aggravated as a fan was that Schumer just wouldn't feature Saquon as much as he should. I want to use him as a receiver more. I want him to get, get 20, 25 carries a game. Feed him. He, he is a good, elusive running back. And um, the Giants defense is the question mark. Uh, they don't have a good defense. I'm going to tell you that straight up as a Giant fan. I'm, I'm not going to lie where, where our weakness is. But I think if our defense can keep us in the game, our offense can score enough points. So I'm, I'm just curious to see what happens. I'm hoping I'm hoping it's a close game, and uh, I'm hoping they win. Simple as that. So who wins tonight? Give me a score. I'm going to go 27-21. 27-20. Sorry, 27-24. Uh, Steelers win. Yeah, I agree with the result. I can see the Giants. I can see the Giants losing on like a field goal or like kicking a game time field goal and then like it shanks off the left post. Typical right. Giant pass. You could write the script. Yep. All right. So don't get mad at me when I say this prediction here, Chris. But I also have the Steelers yeah. winning tonight. I have it. Thir- I have thirty-one thirteen. Interesting. We're gonna score more than thirteen points. I promise you that. I don't know. We will. I, I don't know, Chris. We'll see. I trust Saquon more than anyone else on this team. That's just my opinion. We'll see what happens. Uh, the other Monday night matchup is uh, Tennessee at Denver. Uh, Tennessee, Tennessee, as we all know, they're coming off of that miracle season. Denver lost Von Miller this week. Uh, he tore tendon in his ankle, so he's out for the year. And then Cortland Sutton went down in practice this week, too. Uh, did something to his shoulder. Uh, so Den- Denver, without two two of their better players, uh, not looking good. Um, I have Tennessee winning this game. I have Tennessee winning this game 27-20. Yeah, it sounds about right. So somewhere in the twenties. Um, they don't score too many points, but they have a filthy defense and uh, Henry and Tannehill King do Henry. enough do do enough to get them the win. Exactly. So I think that's it for this week. Yeah, um, I just want to say uh, thanks to all our listeners. Um, Matt and I very much appreciate all the support we're getting and all the listeners. Um, yeah, and appreciate all of you who listened to the 73-minute long episode <laughs> yeah. last week. Yes. Um, but, uh, yeah, we just want to say um, we're enjoying doing this. Um, we're going to continue to stay active on Twitter and Instagram, so keep mm-hmm. a lookout for that. And uh, thanks for listening. Anything else, Matt? Uh, I think that's it, Chris. Uh, go Patriots. Go Steelers. Uh, Go Giants tonight, and uh, <laughs> we're, we're signing out. All right, we'll see you all next week. See you next week.